Nelson spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go on the range with Jay Delsing. On the Range is brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. Hey, good morning, St. Louis, and welcome to Golf with Jay Delsing. Hurley is sitting right here. What's going on, dude? Nothing. Ready to get going on this, and there's a subject matter that uh, is frying both of us that, yeah. that we need to yeah, get we'll talk going about. about. So get yeah. your intro out of the way so we can get to this. Right on. Uh, the show is formatted like a round of golf. The first segment is called the On the Range segment, brought to you by our friends at Pro and Golf. And guys, you need anything at Pro and Golf. You need clubs. You need to get fitted. You need some cool Puma stuff. These guys have everything you need. Also want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue at Donahue Painting and Refinishing. Folks, if you have anything you want done on your house, their business is booming right now. They have they have professional painters that come, and, and they, they um, are safe and healthy and are terrific. So if you need anything done on your house, Call Bob and Kathy Donahue. Call them at 314-805-2132. You can also find us on our social media outlets. Twitter is at Jay Delsing. Facebook is Golf with Jay Delsing and Jay Delsing Golf. LinkedIn is Jay Delsing and Instagram. We don't tell you what it is. I don't know what it is. And Pearly doesn't even know what Instagram is. So here we go. Got a really sweet interview with Peter Jacobson. Peter is one of the most talented people I've ever met in my life. Won the U.S. Open, senior U.S. Open here at Bell Reef in 2009, I think. And um, got uh, a, a great interview with him. But let's just go right into what I want to talk about. One of the things that is a differentiator for me about the PGA Tour is our abilities to play with folks the day before the championship starts. So we have the Pro-Am formats each week. And guys get to play with Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson, Jack Nichols, all the years. And it absolutely differentiates our sport. Because you can't go play tennis with Djokovic. And you can't go play, shoot, you know, play a game of a horse with Michael Jordan. It just doesn't happen. But you can go out and walk 18 holes with Tiger Woods. That is damn sweet. Two weeks ago or so, a ruling came out. And I've got to say this first. Our commissioner, in my opinion, has been a tremendous leader so far. I, I hate what he's agreed to here, and that's what we're going to talk about. He has been flexible. He has been leading the charge. He has uh, um, set up protocols and then adjusted them accordingly, and, and, and we, are, we are doing business for the most part. But at Memorial, I come to find out that – that was supposed to be our first week with spectators, and they were only going to go somewhere between five and 10,000 spectators a day, which over 500 acres, there should be a, no skyboxes, Pearl, no hospitality, no nothing. All the thoughts of masks and six-foot exactly, separation. Exactly, exactly. And a pro-am. All this stuff. Uh, a pro-am, and I, kinda, I come to find out that the players put a kibosh on it. The players, because they said they were afraid. And that pisses me off. I'm not saying, I, I totally understand if they're afraid. Don't play. And they don't, don't have play. to play. But our commissioner would have done, to me, a much better service to all of us, all of our tours, all of our fans, all of our events by saying, this is how we're doing business. We're doing it smart. We're doing it safely. But this is how we're going to do it. And he didn't do that. 
No, nope. that was a big disappointment. I was looking forward to some of the fans being out there. I'm so pumped, like you. They're, they've made so many good moves. They're on TV. They're one of the first sports on TV. I think them and NASCAR about the same time. All good things. I, I'm just kind of lost across the board on this whole coronavirus when there's situations going on. If you choose not to participate, you don't want to be a spectator, you don't want to be a player, just say you don't want to be a spectator or a player. Why, why do you need to shut it down for everybody else? Let me ask you this. Well, then... Why pay the full purse? That's that's much of the crux of the matter, isn't it? So, so do the. I mean, so if you told the players, oh, okay, so here's the economic impact on this event because of what we cannot do with hospitality and pro-ams. And so instead of playing for nine and a half million or whatever the average is you're playing for each week, we'll just play for 900,000 this week. Oh, they won't mind that one bit. No, won't even bother them, will it? Really ticks me off. And I will tell you folks, for probably... 15 to 18 years of my career, I was on the player advisory councils. I went to every one of those meetings. I loved it. I loved the business side of the game, of the tour, learning about the sponsor involvements, learning about all this stuff, and I just absolutely loved it. And so many players get on tour, play well, hang out for a while, and all they want to do is cancel the pro-ams because they've hated the pro-ams forever. And I'd look at them and just go, you sit over there and keep playing well, and then once you start to understand that the dude that you don't want to play with is the same dude paying 600 bucks for a new driver and, and making it so that you can fly your ass in a private jet each week, I just have no time for it. Yeah. I can't. It, it just, you can tell, it just fires me up. And it, it, um, I'm bummed. I'm bummed that uh, the decision was made for the rest of the year. Now, one thing needs to be said. The U.S. Open and the Masters... The PGA Championship is in California. It's already been said. No spectators there. The U.S. Open and the Masters don't have pro-ams. But they're also not PGA Tour co-sanctioned, which means those guys make their own rules. What do you think they're going to do? I don't know what the USGA is going to do, and I've been terrible at guessing about the USGA. What I think the Masters is going to do is they're going to be so far out in front of this thing by November, they're going to have some sort of special specialized testing protocol for spectators in some sort of really? requirements and they're going to have some they're going to make it work they're going to have spectators now are they going to let 40,000 people in a day More, most likely not but if there's an event that would make it work they'll, they'll figure they, it out they, they, they're going to they figure it out they will spend yeah. what it takes to put this thing on in the way that they see fit and they also have to their benefit the most time yes for sure. And how the hell cool is the Masters in, in a turkey sandwich around well, Thanksgiving? As, as, as much as we've missed in sports in general, golf as well, but we've gotten some golf, now we're going to be deluged with great tournaments, uh, majors at different times of year, different different looks, different everything. It's really going to be a fun several months. And how cool is this, Pearl? The Masters in, you know, in the middle of November and then turn around and do it right again in April. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's I'll tell you, they were talking about it uh, a couple of weeks ago. The hot players can make a career in the next six months. Well, you know, you had the the Dublin the uh, d- double, Dublin double, double yep. you know, which is uh, JT wasn't too mad about that. Neither was Jason Day. He had two top tens in each event. So you know that <clears throat> that term horses for courses. Yeah, absolutely. There it is. All right, that's going to wrap up the uh, on the range segment. Come back. Uh, we've got an interview with Peter Jacobson. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. The 
100,000 watt blowtorch for St. Louis sports. Driven by Auto Centers Nissan. Home of the 30 day return. WXOS and WXOS HD1. East St. Louis. 101 ESPN. This is Dan McLaughlin, TV voice of the St. Louis Cardinals. Our town is one of the best sports cities in the country. There's also a tremendous history of supporting professional golf. September 28th through October 4th at Norwood Hills. It's the inaugural Ascension Charity Classic. PGA Tour champion legends like Ernie Els, Fred Couples, Jim Furyk, Steve Stricker, and many more will be in St. Louis. All proceeds will benefit St. Louis area youth and charities in North St. Louis County. For tickets and sponsorship information, head to ascensioncharityclassic.com. Your workouts more fun than this? Well, if they are, then I want to sign you to an endorsement deal with Michelob Ultra. I'm looking for anyone and everyone who makes working out a blast. If that's you, hit to TeamUltra.com for a chance to score awesome perks like Team Ultra gear and more. That's TeamUltra.com to enter. No purchase necessary. Open U.S. residents 21 plus. See official rules at TeamUltra.com. Message to data rate and apply. Always work prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra, like your St. Louis, Missouri. Are you tired of forking out the big money, all those dollars on golf balls? Well, we finally have an option for you. Let us introduce you to Sniper Brand Golf Balls. This brand new product is a Serlin-covered ball that is just great to play. It's long off the driver, it's accurate with the irons, and importantly, it's soft around the green. And you know what the best part is? It's just $23.99 for a dozen. That's right, $23.99, and a portion of every sale goes back to a military or law enforcement agency. Find Sniper Brand online at thesniperbrand.com. Plus, you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and check out their entire line of golf products on their website, thesniperbrand.com. And don't forget to check out the Sniper Brand logo. You're going to love it. Have you met your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach? He proudly serves families and businesses in the St. Louis City, St. Louis County, and the entire metropolitan area, and is ready to review your existing policies to provide a no-obligation quote today. Call Ed Fogelbach at the Fogelbach Agency, 314-398-0101, or stop in today and get smarter about your insurance. Again, that's the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101. Zero one zero one. We are farmers. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, the ultimate virtual golfing experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. This is a subject that most people don't want to talk about, but many find themselves facing. Their marriage is ending and they need to find a good lawyer at the most difficult time in their life. Or maybe you're like me, divorced for almost 15 years, but you're still wrestling with hassles, maintenance, and other hard-to-figure-out issues. Do yourself a favor and call 314-788-3030. That's the law office of my buddy and attorney, Henry Miller. I was living under the burden of unfair maintenance and a few other things that could only be settled in the courtroom. My only regret is that I didn't use Henry years ago. He is first and foremost smart and hardworking. But what was really important to me is that he listened. He's also fair and extremely honest. We had an odd issue arise where I had paid for something that was not allowed to be used in our case. After one call and an email, it was settled and that charge was removed. 
Do yourself a favor and call Henry Miller. He is the man you can trust when you need him the most. You can also reach him at GrantMillerSmith.com. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Golf Classic. Hey, welcome back. It's Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me. Brad Barnes is here taking good care of us and pushing buttons and adding things and telling us to be quiet and making it happen. Right on. Uh, I want to thank Whitmore Country Club for sponsoring the show again for the second year. Man, golf is experiencing, John, a boom like we maybe have never seen in our lifetime, and it's really cool. Um, Folks, if you're looking for a place to get your family, to go have fun, to get some golf in, to get some great food and hang out with like-minded people, you got to call Bill Brungart at Whitmore Country Club, 636-926-9622. 90 holes of golf come with the membership, no card fees, no food and beverage minimums, no assessments. You get access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. Um, you also get Bummer. How cool is Bummer? Bummer's a great guy. He um, he and I had a little did a little exhibition out there last year. We're lining that up again this year. It wasn't little. That was a big deal, and it's round two. It's yep. the rematch. Yeah, it's it was a really, match. really fun. So get I, I did tell match. you Bummer shot three under last year, didn't I? I know he beat you. And did I tell you how many birdies I made? Not that Not enough. Not enough. How about not any? Oh, is that right? Yeah. So how many so under par can you shoot if you don't make any birdies? What, eagles? No, no, Nothing that flew. Albatrosses? Yeah. <laughs> nothing good. Anyway. What guys, are you guys going to have it this year? Now, let's get a date. It's got to be before the Ascension yeah. event because that's yep. going to be your warm-up. Yep. Yep. This, uh, the, the back nine is brought to you by Ascension and the ACC. We can't wait for that tournament. This is one of the longest commercials in the history of our show, by the way. <laughs> but Whitmore has a 24-hour fitness center, a large pool complex, year-round golf league, skins games, member tournaments. Bummer and the staff are doing just a great job. Just check them out. You got nothing to lose and a lot to lot to gain. So, uh, thanks again to Whitmore Country Club. All right, we are going to the Peter Jacobson interview. Here's a dude. He's won seven times on the PGA Tour. He's won multiple majors. On the Champions Tour, he owns a, a production company, PJP, Peter Jacobson Productions. He's a broadcaster for NBC. Um, he's cut two albums, Jake Trout and the Flounders, with the late great Payne Stewart, Mark Lai, and Larry Rinker. And one of the one of the funny, this guy could do stand up. He's got oh, great impressions. He's just, unbelievable, just hysterical. So let's go to uh, see what Peter Jacobson has to say. Enormously popular player who has given so much to the tour. Great ambassador. And this week, Peter the Great. Peter Jacobson on Golf with Jay Delsing is brought to you by Golden Tee. I mean, I'd much rather be sitting right next to you at a bar somewhere, but I don't think that's um, that's <laughs> on, on, the, on the slate for any time soon. So, Jake, I sit here and, you know, prep for this interview, and, man, what a phenomenal career you've had as a golfer. 23 professional wins, seven on the regular tour, two uh, Champions Tour victories, both majors, one here in St. Louis at Belle Reve in the 04 U.S. Senior Open, um, and two Ryder Cups, tons and tons of money. But when I think of you, I think of you as one of the most talented, funny, genuinely funny people that I've ever met. And I can remember one one time in in, uh, in Dallas, I was playing with you, and we got uh, a rain delay, so we got pulled in. 
And you started telling stories before I knew it. I think I sat there for three or four hours listening to some of your impersonations. And it's just, give us, do you remember those, any of those stories? I think one of them had to do with the old Australian golfer, Jack Newton. Yeah, I do remember those days. And I think, Jay, one of the fun things that we experience on the PGA Tour is making a good situation out of a bad situation. And anytime you get into your round of golf, and specifically the time that we were playing in Dallas, you play four or five holes, then a big weather problem comes through, then we get called in. And sometimes we sit in the locker room all day. Sometimes we're in for an hour, then back out, then back in, then back out almost like a, a yo-yo effect. So you really have to keep your mind straight and you have to, you have to have some fun with it. You can't, you can't get too serious about it. And one of the fun things about rain delays is we have a chance to sit around and tell stories in rain delays on the PGA tour. There's no media allowed into the locker room. So it's basically players like you and me and all the other guys sitting around drying our socks and shoes and rain jackets, <laughs> but telling stories. And the one, that one story you're talking about, Jack Newton, great Australian player who eventually lost his arm in a very tragic airplane accident. But Jack Newton was, a, was an amazing guy, funny guy, and a great player. But we were playing at Memphis, the old Colonial Country Club. Early on in my career, it was either the late 70s or early 80s, and I was playing with Buddy Gardner. And I remember this because it was 105 degrees, <laughs> no airflow. Humidity seemed to be at 100%. And Jack was not feeling good. He was suffering from heat stroke. And we're walking up the seventh fairway, which is an uphill dog leg to the right, par five. And Jack kind of started wandering off and really not in great balance. And fluff was caddying for me. And we both walked over to Jack and said, Jack, are you okay? And he, he said, no, I don't feel good. And we made him lay down and we called paramedics over and he was suffering from heat stroke. And they took him off the golf course, took him to the hospital and they had to ice him down and put him in an ice bath. And we were all really, really worried about him. I started <laughs> laughing when I think about it because Buddy and I finished the day and we both we, we knew Jack real well, and we were concerned about him, and we were wondering whether we should go see him at the hospital. Well, we, we went to dinner that night, and Buddy and I are sitting there, and we're, we're in, it was kind of a nightclub-type place, and we're having dinner and, and a couple of drinks, and we look up, and we see Jack Newton. He's out on the dance floor. <laughs> He's out there just cutting a rug. You know, hey, Mighty, how you doing? Hey, yeah, I feel fun, yeah. And we were, we were, we laughed so hard. We thought, well, we're worried about this guy and he's up and out of the hospital and he's on the dance floor and he's having a couple of pops and he's fine. So I remember that so well. Oh my gosh, Jake, I, I look at the, some of the other things that you've done off the golf course and you had two shows on the golf channel. One of them, I, I didn't uh, get to see Peter and friends nearly as much as I saw plugged in with Matt Greaser. And you guys had some of the funniest antics. Do you remember the one show that you guys put together for, I think it was the man bra. I don't remember that. Oh we, my. You're right though. We did do a lot of stuff. We, 
the one I remember that was so much fun is we planned it outside of a golf a golf guys or a a, a, a golf store, a golf galaxy, and like a Dick's Sporting Goods, and we put up a we put up a card table, and I asked I asked people to when they were walking in if they wanted a golf they wanted a golf tip. And I put up a little sign that said golf tips from a pro for $1. And people couldn't believe it. It was in my hometown of Portland, Oregon, so people knew who I was. And we actually gave them tips out on the front the front of the store. We had hidden cameras. And Matt Greaser, for anybody that doesn't know the name Matt Greaser, he's actually right now the voice of the cheese in the cheese it ads. He's a comedian, actor. And he was also sign boy in all those great foot joy ads. And what we did is he, we, I, we passed him off as my uh, golf instructor. So I would start giving a tip and then I would go inside to get, to get a new glove or to get something. And Matt would basically tell the people out front that I was helping that I didn't know anything about golf. I was just talented. I could get the ball in the hole and that's why I was on the tour, but I had no knowledge of golf instruction. And then I would come back out and I would say, are you working on what I said? And it was always hidden camera stuff. And to get the people's reactions was priceless. And we, we just had so much fun with, with just laughing at, at uh, people in golf and laughing at ourselves. We, we, just had, we just had a blast with it. Jake, you did so much for the community in Portland. Um, I know you went to the University of Oregon and I know you're a huge Huge supporter of the Ducks, you um, you did the Fred Meyer Challenge, which raised millions of dollars for charities up there. You also had, man, just countless pro ams where you're spreading the joy of the game, you're spreading your humor, you're you're just doing things for the community. And I can remember we're all sitting around the 18th green doing this little exhibition for I think the pro am uh, before the Fred Meyer Challenge, I, I believe, and. I'm sitting next to Huey Lewis, and you got up on the stage, which is actually the 18th Green, beautiful Portland Country Club there, and all of a sudden, we see this guy in a bike, in like Speedo-type bike gear, riding up the 18th fairway, and he stops and gets off his bike at the front edge, and it's it's a greaser, and um, just to see him in that bike gear, oh my gosh, I thought... Huey and I were going to die laughing. And then to contrast that, Holly Saunders came out and started hitting a few shots. And, man, the, the, the entertainment factor was just terrific. We always did a clinic before the Fred Mart Challenge. We always set up a uh, on the 18th green. And, it's, and I've never seen it done before, but we did it on the 18th green so we could utilize all the sky suites and the bleachers around the 18th green and we hit shots back down the fairway the opposite way because we wanted to do a clinic we wanted to highlight all of the great pros and personalities and celebrities that were there and the one thing being portland oregon portland oregon is a is the bike capital of the world they were really one of the first cities to put in these bike lanes and you go downtown portland and you've got to have your have your head on a swivel because you've got bicycles coming left and right, front and back. You really have to pay attention. So when Matt came up to play in the pro am, we thought of a get uh, a bit that we would start the I would start the the clinic 
and we would be maybe five minutes into it. I'd thank all the sponsors and everybody for coming. And we got Matt a bike, and he was going to ride up to the clinic in this uh, way too small bike outfit, if you remember. I went down and bought him a size medium, and he's more of an XL guy. And we stuffed him into these shorts and these bicycle pants and a bicycle shirt. Think of Lance Armstrong after eating uh, 400 uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> and we had – it was and, – and Matt is such a great uh, – he, he's huge into improv. He's been in a bunch of improv movies. And I just said, what do we do? And he said, follow me. Follow my lead. And the one thing I've learned about improvisational acting is you never deny. And whatever I would say to him, he would go with it. Whatever he say to me, I would go with it. And it turned out to be so fun. And you were there and you watched it. And literally, we are crying so hard that you're, la- you're, you're, you're laughing and crying and you really can't even get your breath. Let's talk about the modern game for a minute. I know you've done great work with NBC and and years in the booth as well. I and and I've had the honor to do a couple of last four US Opens with Fox. I am blown away at the power that the game uh that the that the kids uh today uh, uh play with and our day was so different. Our equipment was so different. But, man, I, I, I want to get your, uh, your take on the modern player versus kind of the, you know, when we were growing up. I think these two eras we're talking about, Jay, are totally different. and You really can't compare them. When everybody says, who's better, Jack or Tiger? Well, it, it, that's, that's a, it's like trying to compare a banana with a, with a, uh, a, a watermelon. You just can't do it. It's, it's just so different when you look at Jack and Tiger because back in the day of Jack, you had different equipment. There was no technology. Technology has changed the game so dramatically that back when, when, we, were, when we started, when you and I started, uh, there was no launch monitor. There was no track men. You really had to go figure it out and dig it out of the dirt as 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 a lot of the old timers would say now fast forward to where we are today in the era of tiger and phil the equipment is better there's no question the knowledge is better the instructional aspects are better and getting the proper equipment fit for you is is easier and quicker you can go to a fitter and for spend one hour and the next thing you know you're walking out with a perfectly fit set of golf clubs like getting fit for a tuxedo for a wedding or a brand new pair of shoes. So it's different that way. But the one thing about the players today that impresses me so much, and I think it all starts with Tiger. Tiger was really the first guy to pay attention to fitness. He was the first guy to pay attention to nutrition. And it's all filtered down to the kids today. The kids today to me have such great situational awareness they know where they are and who they are at all times. And I, I, again, I, I think the baton gets passed from Jack and Arnold and Gary player and before them, Hogan and Nelson and Sneed all the way down to tiger and Phil today. And then on down to Rory McElroy and, and Fowler and, and uh, players like that. 
so it's it's uh it's to me to watch how the game of golf in in my time when I joined the tour at 22 years old back in 1976 to look at where we are now I'm proud I'm so proud of the players in the game and how they've really protected the integrity of the game and how the focus is still on the communities we play in and the money we raise for charity. Yeah, you want to see Tiger break Jack's record. In fact, I think that's really one of the great stories we're looking at right now is Tiger won the Masters last year. Can he get to 19 and beat Jack's 18 major record? Who's coming up behind Tiger? Who's going to be able to challenge Tiger's record, Tiger and Jack's record? So the baton gets passed so well in the game, and I think the kids today really protect the integrity of the game. Yeah, they really do. So, Jake, uh, hypothetical question, clearly, but had Tiger not fell into the abyss for that almost 10 years, is there any question in your mind that he don't have every record, every meaningful PGA Tour record? Yeah, I think he would, Jay. I think if Tiger hadn't gotten hurt, that's the one thing. When you look back in every sport, baseball, basketball, football, tennis, golf, it doesn't matter. One of the things that injury does is it really robs us of watching more uh, records get set. And I think in Tiger's situation, when he, he won his last uh, – he won the U.S. Open, I think it was 08 or 09, uh, in San Diego when he beat Brocco in that playoff on that, on that <laughs> I don't know, semi-broken leg or torn – meniscus, whatever you want to, I don't know all the medical uh, terms for that, but uh, then he went into that, as you call it, the abyss to where he was injured for such a long period of time, and he was struggling against injury in his body, and when you're struggling with injury, you really can't focus on working on your game and getting better and going further. You almost take a step backwards, so for him to win the Tour Championship and then the next year win the Masters, to win his 15th major. To me, that's one of the great stories in, in the history of sports, certainly in golf, to watch where Tiger was, not only with uh, what happened to him in his personal life, but also with his injury situation, to then come back and win. I, I, I give him all the credit in the world, and, and I admire him for that, for that perseverance. Okay, that's going to wrap up the front nine. Uh, come back, we have more Peter Jacobson. On Golf with Jay Delsing. WXOS, WXOS HD1 East St. Louis, 101 ESPN. For 67 years, Lou Fuse has been the ride to take. 15 brands at 11 locations. Lou Fuse Automotive, we are St. Louis. Are your workouts more fun than this? Well, if they are, then I want to sign you to an endorsement deal with Michelob Ultra. I'm looking for anyone and everyone who makes working out a blast. If that's you, hit TeamUltra.com for a chance to score awesome perks like Team Ultra gear and more. That's TeamUltra.com to enter. No purchase necessary. Open U.S. residents 21 plus. See official rules at TeamUltra.com. Message to daily and apply. Void prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra like your singles, Missouri. In these extremely trying times, the management team at Marcone would like to give a shout out to our 500 plus employees and their families. Their diligence and commitment to each other, our process, and our company are so good that we are obligated to state it publicly. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. You have all contributed to our success, and your dedication is imperative to the continued growth of our company. Thank you for your efforts. Marcone is the largest distributor of General Electric appliance parts in North America, based in St. Louis, Missouri. 
This is Dan McLaughlin, TV voice of the Cardinals. St. Louis is one of the best sports cities in the country. We also have a tremendous history of supporting professional golf. We're excited to bring professional golf back to St. Louis with the inaugural Ascension Charity Classic, September 28th through October 4th at beautiful Norwood Hills Country Club. Legends like Ernie Els, Fred Couples, Jim Furyk, Steve Stricker, and many more will be in St. Louis. For tickets and sponsorship information, head to ascensioncharityclassic.com. That's ascensioncharityclassic.com. Are you in the market for some new clubs? Maybe a bag and the latest style of sweet new shoes. Is this a year you decide to stop listening to your buddy's advice and get some real golf instruction? If any of these appeal to you, then go to Pro-Am Golf today. Pro-Am Golf has all the latest gear from all the major manufacturers. Call Steve today at 314-781-7775 and schedule a lesson with Tom DeGrand. Tom is the best. He's been in the game for over 50 years, so you take that knowledge along with their state-of-the-art equipment, and boom, your game will get a whole lot better. Visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's. Okay, so you and your family are looking to join a country club. Well, I need to recommend to you Whitmore Country Club. They've got 90 holes of golf in the membership out there. You have access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, the Golf Club of Wentzville, and all the cart fees are already included in your membership. There's no food or beverage minimums and no assessments. My friend Bummer in the golf shop is a phenomenal guy. You've got to go out and check him out. He and the staff out there run golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, couples events available all year round. There's a kids club in the main clubhouse, and they have a huge fitness center. There's three tennis courts if you're not into golf, a gigantic pool for you and your family to use. Year-round social calendar is spectacular. There's holiday parties, picnics, date nights, always have live music, and much, much more. If you're looking for a family-friendly, safe place to hang out, you got to check out Whitmore Country Club. Call them at 636-926-9622. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance. Welcome back. It's Golf with Jay Delsing. Jay and John are here, and we are headed to the Back Nine. Brought to you by Ed Fogelbach with the Fogelbach Agency at Farmers. Um, let's just jump right back into Peter Jacobson. Is one in uh, seven times, I think, on the PGA Tour, won multiple majors on the Champions Tour. Let's jump back into that uh, interview. <laughs> we have a streaker here on the 18th green. Peter Jacobson <laughs> tackles him. <laughs> Peter Jacobson is brought to you by Golden Tee. Like you said earlier, in this conversation, we kind of learned how to play golf on tour. I mean, we were both good. We didn't know how good we were, and we just kept pushing forward. One of the things I noticed, most of the 
best players I ever played with hit their short irons low and their long irons high. And you know what, Jake? I don't see a lot of that with the with the 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 uh, younger modern player. Do you? No, I don't. And I think that goes back to taking it out of the dirt, like we said earlier. I think back in the day when we were, you and I were on the range and we're trying to find it, I think we probably hit more balls and we experimented a little bit more because we, we didn't really have a set of clubs that was fit for us. I remember having mixed sets of clubs. You might have a different brand iron uh, in your wedges than you do in your middle irons, than you do in your long irons, than you do from your woods. And the reason you did that was because you knew those worked for you. And then along come equipment companies, and they started signing endorsement deals to where if Jay Delsing has a deal with uh, uh, Cleveland or Strixon, you have to play every club in your bag, and that's what they're paying for. So as a result, you really can't experiment as much as you, you could back in the old day. But I think when we were just starting out, Jay, even though we're playing against each other, I'm trying to beat you, you're trying to beat me, I'm trying to beat all these other players, we still were kind of a, a, a team. We were all on the same team. I could come up to you and say, Jay, would you watch me hit a couple of balls? Or Scott McCarron or uh, Brian Henniger or Corey Pavin. And we, we would all help each other, even though the next day – we would try to beat each other. In fact, I remember one story, 1985, my, my pal Curtis Strange, who, as you remember, won back-to-back U.S. Opens, Curtis was playing so poorly that uh, we, we played a lot of practice rounds together that I watched him hit balls and play for two days, Monday and Tuesday, down at Eagle Trace in, at the Honda Classic down in, uh, down in Fort Lauderdale. And then he played in the Pro-Am, and I watched him hit balls well, guess who gets into a playoff Sunday on, uh, after regulation play? Curtis and me. <laughs> he plays so well that he gets into a playoff and beats me in the second or third hole of a playoff uh, to win the Honda Classic. And my wife, Jan's so funny. She said, I know we love Curtis, but did you have to help him that much? Yeah, could you just help him a little he, less? He would... <laughs> Yeah, so, but, but again, like I said, even though we're trying to beat each other, I want you at your best. So it forces me to be at my best. So if I beat you, uh, I can say I played great, Jay played great, and, and there's really there's no, there's no what-ifs or could-have-beens. Uh, so we all, we all do help each other. And when I came out on tour, Jay, I, I wasn't a very good player. I was pretty good. I could get the ball around and get it in the hole, but I learned from so many players on tour, uh, even though I don't shut up that often, sometimes you <laughs> got to just uh, open your ears and shut your mouth, and uh, we, we all are forced to do that from time to time. Jake, I look back at, and think about, I know you were dear friends with the King Arnold Palmer, and I look back it's some of the great players that I had the opportunity to play with. And you got on tour just a little bit before I did. Is there any player, I mean, Jack Nicholas? I didn't get to see play with Jack in his prime, but I still got to play with him, and it was just an, incredible. Is there any player or any specific round or any specific thing that you saw one of these great champions do that you just kind of scratched your head and said, man, I, I can't believe I was 
privileged enough to witness that? The one guy that I got to play a lot with was Arnold Palmer. He and I started out, I, I signed with McCormick, Mark McCormick, IMG. And as a result, I was put into a lot of pro-ams. If you remember back in the day, there really there were a lot of Monday pro-ams around the country for certain corporations. And if, there, if you were lucky to be one of the 12 or 14 or 18 pros, uh, we would all travel there together, hang out together, and participate in these events together. And Arnold would always be the guy. He was the king. He was the number one guy. And he always took the players under his wing and would say, guys, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have breakfast this morning. I'm going to get up and speak. Uh, we're going to go play 18 holes of golf. And then afterwards, we're going to do a clinic. And for all you young guys, just watch and learn and listen. And as a result, I get to watch Arnold in a lot of situations where he was, he was the king, uh, arguably the most important player the most influential player in the game. I think he'd be the first guy to tell you he wasn't the best. That's Jack and Tiger. But I think Arnold meant more to the game from people not only inside the ropes, but outside the ropes too. Arnold had that, had that distinct ability to reach outside the ropes and drag people inside, not, 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 not literally, but figuratively, to where they felt like they were a part of the Peter Jacobson, Arnold Palmer, Jay Delsing threesome when we were out playing the first round of the uh, Honda Classic or something. So those, those were the, the things that Arnold could do. And I saw him do uh, on so many occasions where he just connected with people. And it went way beyond birdies and bogeys and eagles and winning tournaments. It just, it just went to the humanity of, the, of Arnold. And the, I think that humanity still exists on the tour today. Yeah, there's no question. So, Jake, is that kind of because when I look at some of the, the accomplishments that you've had off the golf course, they are substantial. And I know that you've got a business sense as well. Was that kind of the found? Is that how that foundation grew with with AP or, you know, you've got Peter Jacobson Sports. You've you've had a, a company in Portland for, oh, my gosh, 25 or 30 years and done so many other things. Um so I know that you're interested. Your interest goes beyond the golf played on the course. Well, I always took advantage, Jay, of the opportunities when they were presented to me. I remember back, I was probably 25, just starting on tour, and the Skins game. Remember the Skins game over Thanksgiving with Jack Arnold, Gary Player, and Lee Trevino, and Watson, and those guys? There were four players playing for, for Skins. And I got the opportunity, Don Omar called me and said, would you want to start doing some TV, walking with the guys and interviewing the guys after they won a skin? And I jumped at the chance. I'd never done TV before, but I did it because it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to learn a new part of the game. And I didn't know if I was going to be any good at it or not. I just just did it. So there were just so many opportunities that there are opportunities that come our way that you're either you're either willing to take advantage of or you don't want to. And when I started playing well in the game, I wanted to be able to do some things outside of the game of golf, the competitive game of golf, and to be able to manage tournaments and run tournaments and, and raise money for charity. So 
I go back to what I said earlier about all these players, all of us, you, me, and so many players have the opportunity to raise money, whether it's through the first team, which is a great organization, or a foundation that you may create on your own to take care of uh, uh, breast cancer, crippled children, cancer. It doesn't matter uh, within your community or within the United States. Golf is extremely powerful when it comes to raising raising money for charity and getting people that love the game involved in your efforts. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Jake, it's, it's, um, it's just absolutely wonderful when I think about the, the opportunities for me that the games provided and, and still provides. And, you know, Jake, we, we just had a while back, you know, we had the match too with, uh, with Tiger and Phil and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. And then, the week prior to that, we had the TaylorMade uh, drive for relief. And in two weekends, this game provided $24 million for, you know, for, for COVID and for nurses and for frontliners. And, and, Jake, since the tour's inception in the middle 60s, the PGA Tour has raised over $3 billion. I mean, man, that is game-changing money. That's why I've always said that there's no game like the game of golf. You can't go out and play five on five with Michael Jordan or, or, or LeBron James. It's, it's hard to play a, a tackle football game with, with Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, but you can tee it up with Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson in a, in a fun round of golf and raise hundreds of millions of, of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars for charity. And, and I was so glad to see, the first one with uh, with the four guys at Seminole, and then the one with Tiger and Phil Brady and Peyton Manning. I watched every minute of both because, first of all, I'm a golf fan, first and foremost. And second of all, I thought it was an awesome opportunity for golf to put its best foot forward, to be the first sport to be able to get involved in, in uh, relief of all the suffering that uh, we've seen through the coronavirus shutdown. And I thought it was awesome. I didn't hear any negatives from those two events. And it's again, it just it just goes to show you the power of the game of golf. It, it absolutely does, Jake. I want to kind of wrap this um, this up, if you don't mind. I want to tell the folks a story about you and I playing together at, at Castle Pines at uh, the International. Um, I don't know if anyone's had the opportunity to play this Jack Nicklaus design, but it is a really hard golf course to play and an even impossible golf course to walk. And you happen to have your son, Mick Caddian, for you. And I got to tell you, I, I watched this after the first couple holes and I watched you. Mick was, he knew the game, but didn't know the, you know, to caddy on the PGA Tour, it's a substantial endeavor. There's Lots going on, lots of people, lots of etiquette and things like that going on. So I think you had hit it in a bunker or two at the first couple holes, and you were showing him it's such a kind way. Hey, Mick, you got to rake the bunkers like this, you know, because the players behind you are coming and what have you. So this golf course has massive amounts of bunkers everywhere, strewn, strewn left and right of every fairway, front and back of every green, and you were having one of those days where it just seemed like, you know, every other hole or so you hit it in the sand trap. And Nicholas, Jack has got these bunker faces, you know, stacked up against huge mounds. And it's it's really a feat to get in and out of there and, and, and smooth the sand with a rake, you know. So your son Mick was doing the best he can. And uh, uh, the golf course is hard to walk. And anyway, we're going to the ninth hole. 
and it's a, just a bear of a hole. There's water that you have to hit your tee shot over. There's water on the right. There's OB on the left. And then the second shot, we had all found the fairway, and the green sits, gosh, I don't know what, Jake, two, two club lines, at least two full clubs above you straight uphill. And um, I, I remember um, you you hitting this shot, and um, the, the flag stick was in the back right portion of the green. A huge face of this bunker covered the whole short side of the green, and you're saying, oh, get up just a little bit, get up. And as this ball is starting to land, I hear your son Mick go, anywhere but the bunker. And I just, just, I I almost couldn't even hit because the poor guy was like, I have raked more sand than anybody in, you know, Saudi Arabia at this point, man. I can't get in the sand anymore. And we had such a chuckle. But what it took, what it took, what I took away from that story, Jake, was you out with your son on the PGA Tour, man. How cool is that? Well, it's it's so fun when your when your kids come of age and hit the tour forever. And my son was a he's a big tall kid like you, and he he played he played basketball, but he played a little golf. But I took him with me to Denver just to be able to play. And you know that we are responsible for anything our caddy does, especially a bad rake job in a bunker. You can't get fined for it. Well, you actually can get fined if your caddy does a poor job in the bunker. So we went over everything before the week, and then I was in the bunker at one, and then the bunker at two, and the bunker at four, and the bunker at five. And he's trying to hurry to keep up because we're moving along at a pretty good rate. And I remember stopping on five going, Nick, that bunker rate, that, that wasn't very good. And he goes, oh, okay, and he redid it. And I kept saying, you really have to pay attention to this. And he's like, Dad. If you could keep it out of the bunkers, <laughs> I wouldn't have to rake the bunkers. And I remember you were so you were laughing. I came over to you like eleven or twelve. I said, "What are you laughing about?" And you said, "Your your kid. He's trying to make the, rake those bunkers so perfectly, but you've been in seven bunkers in eleven <laughs> holes. Keep it out of the sand." Jake, in half of those bunkers, you need a crane to lower yourself in because the elevation changes from the faces to. You know, you can only walk in and, and walk out in one area. That, oh, it was just terrific. Peter, thank you so much for the time. Thank you so much for the memories, man. I, um, You were one of those people that were, was so kind to me when I got on tour. And I, uh, uh, a friend and y- your wife, Jan, is a terrific lady. We got inducted in the St. Louis Hall of Fame together, which I, uh, I'm not sure you ever thought you'd ever get in the St. Louis Hall of Fame. But uh, that's pretty damn cool. Well, with you too, Jay, you've been a great friend of mine and you always bring a smile and, and uh, fun to everything you do. And I'm so happy to spend this time with you on your show. Thank you for having me. Jake, one last thing. Tell us about Jake's Takes. I know you've got another endeavor that you're taking on the podcasting world. Well, I, I started about a year ago. I started uh, a podcast called Jake's Takes and you can get it on all podcast formats. And it's fun because I it's about 30 30 minutes a day, probably very much like your show, to where we just talk to different people in and around the game of golf. And I've had everybody from uh, tournament directors to musicians. I've had uh, a couple weeks ago, I had Bruce Hornsby from Bruce Hornsby and the Range fame. And we just talk about different aspects of uh, uh, why people love the game of golf and also some current events. So 
If you have any interest in that, check it out. Jake's Takes. And that's going to wrap up the back nine. So don't go away. We've got the ultra 19th hole. And John and I are going to break down the uh, Peter Jacobson interview. Uh, come back. we got more golf with Jay Delsing. The 100,000-watt blowtorch for St. Louis sports. WXOX and WXOS HD1. East St. Louis. 101 ESPN. For the last 48 years, Pro-Am Golf has been providing outstanding customer service to the greater St. Louis area for all of our golf needs. From top-of-the-line equipment to full-service club repair lessons and instructions. They now have their own retail outlet as well as state-of-the-art computers, cameras, and things to customize all of your personal club fitting needs. Pro-Am Golf carries all the major brands. They also have the latest fashion trends from Puma Golf. Whatever your needs, Pro-Am Golf will meet them and have the best customer service in the industry. Call us at 314-781-7775 or find us at ProAmGolfUSA.com. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, the ultimate virtual golfing experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. When things come out of left field, having a game plan makes all the difference. Luckily, Farmers Insurance has been helping people cover their bases for more than 90 years, and they can help you too. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach today to see if you have the coverage you want for whatever curveballs may come your way. Call 314-398-0101. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are farmers. Extraordinary effort deserves recognition. The management team at Marcone would like to say thank you to our over 500 employees and their families. Your dedication and commitment to our success has been so steadfast that we are experiencing another incredible year. At a time when many businesses are struggling, your performance has exceeded expectations. Every idea shared and every opportunity seized by you has led us to new heights. So, thank you. Marcone is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of General Electric Appliance Parts in North America. USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Welcome back. It's Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm here, Jay. Pearly is with me. Pearly. <laughs> Brad Barnes with us. And we're going to the Michelob Ultra 19th hole and uh, love having just a powerhouse brand like Michelob Ultra part of the show. Thanks, boys, for... Uh, uh, being with us. I um, also want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue at Donahue Painting and Refinishing. Folks, if you have anything you want done on your house, their business is booming right now. They have 
they have professional painters that come and and they they um, are safe and healthy and are terrific. So if you need anything done on your house, call Bob and Kathy Donahue. Call them at 314-805-2132. Okay, so the Peter Jacobson interview. Unbelievable, unbelievably talented guy. I have been with him in locker rooms where he's telling stories, doing accents, and all of this. It's some really funny off-color stuff. I have been with him in Portland, in Portland Country Club, when he is entertaining a large group out there where John Daly, instead of standing on the and, and teeing a driver up and hitting it away from the green he was standing on back down the fairway, John turned around and hit it over the spectators, over the clubhouse in some neighborhood somewhere. <laughs> And I said, John, that's why you don't play with your name on your ball. He's like, oh, yeah, no way. No way. Um, I've also been with him when he's up on stage singing at the Hard Rock um, uh, in uh, in Vegas and standing next to um, Huey Lewis, who was like, I don't know what I, the right words to say, but Huey, I said, Huey. Jake's really enjoying this, and he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he is. And um, one of his um, songs was um, uh, talking about shanking it, and he's like, I shanked it. And, he, and, and Huey looks at me, and he goes, and, and, and this, like, real, you know, Huey's voice is pretty silky, pretty smooth, pretty common, and he kind of tossed it up there to kind of throw Peter, like, a little little knife and say, I shanked it. And it was, um, oh, God, it was just fun. Just, just really funny. Um, the I mentioned this in the interview where his son Mick caddying for him at Castle Pines was one of the funniest things ever. And this guy was raking bunkers. Peter hit it in a bunker on every hole. And, you know, his son wasn't raking the bag of bunkers for beans. The How other, do you think the guys— Yeah, the other players I can attest to don't like that. If you—you you know, you think your caddy just raked the bunker. No. You're on the tour. You're not just raking the bunker. Nope. If that thing isn't perfect— No, we're talking it, about not a grain I mean, out perfect. Of in place. other words, if they hit a shot and it rolls in the bunker and it isn't sitting real pretty and you raked it before yep. or they find out who you are— you're in serious They're going to come and hunt you down and, oh, yeah. and, and gut. Yeah, they, yeah. So that doesn't go well. Out so there. how about this? We're on like the fifth green, and Andrew McGee. You know, oh, Andrew. I know Andrew. Yeah, he's a character. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a good guy. Good yeah. guy. Yeah, he's right a great on. guy. But a character. Um, he's in the fairway, and we're on the green. And Peter had hit it in this front bunker, big steep face, and you know his son Mick is doing the best he can. But it looks like some you know a herd of elephants just rolled through there, and. From back on that fairway, Andrew's like, rake that bunker better, you know? So <laughs> it's just so funny. Um, the thing that stands out to me about Peter is the talents that he had. He ran the Fred Meyer Challenge for 20 years in Portland, raised all this money for the local Portland scene, and put on this great golf event where PGA Tour players would go up there. You know, Fred Couples would pair with Marco Mira, and they'd have this team event, and he had AP. Arnold Palmer played up there for 20 years. Can you imagine that that's little community? because he was throwing a great party and a great time You're, for you and, guys. And, and the guys were paid nicely, and yeah. everything was it was cool. Yeah. yeah, it was top shelf. Yeah. Um, that's going to wrap up another show. Another great interview. What, what a fun guy to have on the radio. Yeah, he's, so. he's a lot of fun. So, um, Pearl, thanks for being with me. Meet, thank you so much for taking care of us. We're not sure how you do it. Keep doing it. And um, we'll see you next week. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis. 
That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world. In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101ESPN.com as well as at jdelsinggolf.com.